0: Hello and welcome to LDS Faith, Let's Talk Faith, with Josh Hawes. Hello and welcome. Welcome to a new episode. Uh, To start things off, I want to say again thank you to our special guest on our last episode, uh, Jimmy Lewis. Uh, You can find all of his stuff at themormonlife.com. He's the author and founder of that website. So go check him out. Um, Drop him a line. He has some really cool stuff. I checked out his blog all week his website and there's some pretty interesting stuff a little bit more about him um, so go check him out again the MormonLife.com. life.com um, where are going to dive in today and talk about the scriptures a lot of people ask me what scriptures we use what do we believe in um, and I get all the time all oh, you guys don't believe in the Bible um, yes we do um, I read the Bible and I have, and I read the Book of Mormon. To me, they are companions. They go one-on-one. We believe that the scriptures are the fullness of the Gospel uh, with the Bible and the Book of Mormon. Just like in the Bible, we have prophets and apostles and their prophecies and their teachings about the Savior. Uh, But we also believe that there was the native people of the ancient Americas who weren't left? Who weren't alone? Um, they needed the same teachings. They needed because God loves all His children. They needed a way to be taught. They needed a way to teach. They needed a way to record their prophecies, their revelations, and a little bit about their history. Um, and that's where we get the Book of Mormon. So, the way that I like to think of it as: take if you take the Earth and you're looking at a map of, of the globe laid out in front of you, and you draw a line down the Atlantic Ocean, uh, you have, and you write Bible on, that, on the uh, eastern part of your map, and then you draw the Book of Mormon, or you write the Book of Mormon on the western part of the map. That covers everything around the world, because there weren't, during the biblical times, we believe and I personally believe that there wasn't just people in like Bethlehem, Jerusalem, Israel, there wasn't just those people. There were good people here in the ancient Americas that were, that were here and like I said, they needed a way to, to write down their teachings, write down their prophecies and that's where we get the Book of Mormon. Some of the blessings that I enjoy... Is I get to read re- read them both, and when I read them both, I am spiritually fed. Um, I am uplifted. I feel better after I do. And my kids, they love it. They love the stories. They love one of my favorites is uh, Nephi. He's one of the prophets in the Book of Mormon, where he, no matter how hard life got, no matter. What hardships came their way? He always stayed strong. Um, even when his father started to doubt, when his brothers started to death, he always stayed strong. And he always hung in there and saying, One of my favorite lines, I will go and do as the Lord commands. Um, so from the beginning, the Lord, He has commanded that His prophets, that they should keep a record of His revelations, like I was talking about, keeping a record um, of what they uh, the revelations that they got from from God. Um, and in 2nd Nephi chapter 29 verse 11 it says, I command all men both in the east and in the west, and in the north and in the south, and in the islands of the sea, that they shall write the words which I speak unto them. For out of the books which shall be written I will judge the world every man according to their works, according to what which is written." See, to me, that tells me is we have an opportunity to read the fullness, read everything that God has revealed un, unto us. We have the opportunity to. Um, and if we don't get that opportunity, we may be judged according to maybe turning it down, not doing so, not doing so as often as we should. Um, so, within the church, I talked about the Book of Mormon and the Bible. We have a total of uh, four books that we um, accepts, accept as scriptures. We have, so, we have the Bible and the Book of Mormon. We have the Doctrine and Covenants, which is modern-day revelation given to Joseph Smith um, when the church was reorganized, um, and the Pearl of Great Price. These books are called the standard works um, of our church. The inspired words of our living prophets are also accepted as scripture because they are coming from a prophet. So let's talk about the Bible. Uh, the Bible is a collection of sacred writing. Um, they contain God's revelations to man. Uh, these writings cover many uh, centuries. Uh, from the time of Adam when to the apostles of Christ, um, even beyond that, they are written by many prophets who lived at various times in the history of the world. Uh, the Bible is divided into two sections, as many of you may know: the Old Testament and the New Testament. Uh, many prophecies in the Old Testament foretell the coming of the Savior and a Redeemer. The New Testament tells of the life of the Savior um, and what he did, um, who Jesus Christ was, and more of like I guess the miracles that he performed. It also tells of the the establishing of His church in that day. Um, And like I stated in my very first episode, um, the 14 Articles of Faith, or sorry, 13 Articles of Faith. um, Article Faith, number one, or sorry, number eight, we believe in the Bible to be the Word of God as far as it is translated correctly. Um, Through the Prophet Joseph Smith, the Lord has expanded our understandings of some of the passages in the Bible uh he inspired the prophet to restore truths to the bible text that have been lost or changed uh because as man you know as you may know man changes things mans man goes down and the Bible has been translated so many times um i don't I can't even count how many different translations that are out there uh these inspired corrections are called the Joseph Smith translation of the Bible uh in the Uh, Latter-day Saint edition of the King James Version of the Bible. Selected passages from the Joseph Smith translations are found on pages uh, 797 through 813 uh, in many of the footnotes. And the footnotes we have are on the bottom of the Book of Mormon in the Bible. And it's cool because you can go and you can say you want to read a verse and you want to check out... Um, you want to check out and see what's down at the bottom. It'll, rel- it'll tie back to the Book of Mormon to where you get a deeper understanding of what that one verse is talking about. So, let's go into the Book of Mormon. The It is a uh, sacred record of the people who lived on the American continents, like I talked about, between uh, 2000 B.C. and rough uh, about 400 A.D. It contains the fullness of the gospel, uh, the Book of Mormon tells of the visit Christ made to the people in the American uh, continent after his r- resurrection. So we believe that he was, he you know he was crucified, he was gone for three days, and after his three days he made his, um, made his appearance. And in 3 Nephi chapter eleven, it talks about how he descended among the people in the in the ancient Americas to show. Himself to let them feel the nail prints on his hands and on his feet, and the and the wound on his side. Uh, Joseph Smith, he translated the Book of Mormon into English through the gift and power of God, uh, through um, from the from the ancient records that were left for him to find, um, and we call those the golden plates. Um, the Book of uh let's see, he said that it is the most correct book of any book on earth, and it, and it's the keystone of our religion um, The Book of Mormon like i like I talked about, the Book of Mormon and the um actually let's go back the Bible so you know how I said there's all these different translations of the Bible um you have like the New World translation which I know that there's passages missing from the New World Translation. Uh, You have the King James Version. You have the modern day, I believe, version, which is just like modern English. Um, And all those are different translations, different uh, texts, different verses um, of the Bible. The Book of Mormon, however, has been translated one time. Take that into... uh, the thought: The Book of Mormon has only been translated one time. We may have different languages, but it is all the same translation, and it hasn't been translated since. One of the prophets, President Ezra Taft Benson, uh, uh, he he helped us understand how the Book of Mormon um, is the keystone of our religion. He said there are ways in which the Book of Mormon. Is the keystone of our religion. It is the keystone of our witness of Christ. It is the keystone of our doctrine. It is the keystone of testimony. The Book of Mormon is the keystone of our witness, our witness of Jesus Christ, who is Himself the cornerstone of everything we do. It bears witness of His reality with power and clarity. It broadens our, our understandings of the doctrine of salvation. The Book of Mormon was written for our day. In it, we find a pattern for preparing for the Second Coming. The Book of Mormon teaches us truth and bears testimony of Christ, but there is something more. There's a power in the book which will begin to flow into your lives the moment you begin a serious study of the book. You'll find a greater power to resist temptation. You'll find the power to avoid deception. You'll find the power to stay on the straight and narrow. The scriptures are called the words of life, and nowhere is more true than it. It is of the Book of Mormon. Every Latter-day Saint should make the study of this book a lifetime pursuit. Close quote. Um, and like, I, like I've talked about before, if you don't have a Book of Mormon, um, just hit me up, email me, text me, call me, whatever. Um, send me a message. I'll get you one. And do what Ezra Taft Benson says. Take, take, take a read of it. See if it's for you. Um, there was a guy that I taught on my mission in Washington, where he read the Book of Mormon. I, I think he read the first couple chapters, and then he bought the audio tapes. And he would commute from Tacoma to Seattle, so he had some commute time. And he couldn't get past a certain point of the Book of Mormon. He just couldn't; it just wouldn't sink in with him. And I told him, I said, "Go home and physically read it out of the pages, because there's something magical, something spiritual." out of those pages if you read it. And I made him a promise, and I said, if you do, you'll get through the parts that you are having problems with, and you'll feel the Spirit of the Lord. He called me the next day, and he said, well, you were right. Um, I haven't felt this this good in a long time. Um, And so if you guys want to take up my challenge, I make the same promise to you. The Doctrine and Covenants. Let's go into the Doctrine and Covenants. Like I said, it's it's a um, it is Joseph Smith's um, records of when the church was first organized. Um. In section one of the Doctrine and Covenants, the Lord reveals that the book is published to the to the inhabitants of the earth to prepare for him for his coming. Um. Wherefore, the voice of the Lord is unto the ends of the earth that all will bear, that all will hear may hear. Uh, prepare ye, prepare ye for that which is to come. For the Lord is nigh, and that's in Doctrine and Covenants one. Uh, the book contains revelations regarding the Church of Jesus Christ um, as it has been restored in these last days through Joseph Smith. Several sections of the book explain organization of the church and define the offices of the priesthood and their functions. Other sections, such as 76 and 88, contain glorious truths that were lost to the world for hundreds of years. Still others, such as sections 29 and 33, shed light on teachings in the Bible. In addition, some sections, such as 133, contain prophecies of events to come. Uh, God has commanded us to study His revelations in this book. Search these commandments. In Doctrine and Covenants, section 1 again, verse 37, says, Search these commandments, for they are true and faithful, and the prophecies and promises which are in them shall be, uh, all be fulfilled. Uh, the Pearl of Great Price. Let's dig into that one. The um, Pearl of Great Price, um, it, is a, it contains the book of, Mo- uh, book of Moses, the book of Abraham, and some inspired writings of Joseph Smith. Uh, it contains an account of some of the visions of writings of Moses, revealed to the prophet Joseph Smith. Um, it clarifies some of the doctrines and teachings that were lost from the Bible, and it gives a, and it gives added information concerning the creation of the earth. Um, the Book of Abraham was translated by Joseph Smith uh, from a, a papyrus scroll taken from the Egyptian catacombs. Um, it is a book contain, or it contains valuable information um, about the creation, the gospel, and the nature of God, and also the priesthood. In which meaning the priesthood being that it is the, um, the authority to act in God's name on this earth. The writings of Joseph Smith include part of Joseph Smith uh, inspired translation of the Bible and selections from the, um, his history of the church and the articles of faith. Um, I know that these things are, are true. I mean, I've read, I've read the Pearl of Great Price. I've read, I've read Doctrine and Covenants. I've read the Book of Mormon. I've read the Bible. And I can tell you, it all goes together. Um, and if it wasn't for the Book of Mormon, and the Doctrine and Covenants, and the Pearl of Great Price, I wouldn't have the understanding of the Bible like I do now. Um, so, if you guys want a copy of, again, if you want a copy of the Book of Mormon, just please send me a message. I'll get you one. It's it's free to you. No um, cost to you, but please let me know, and I give you a challenge to just read a couple of pages, see, see, see what you think, um, because a lot of people... My, my experience is has been a lot of people have, have judged according just by the name of the book, Book Mormon. But I believe that it is um, words of prophets. It is another testament of Jesus Christ. It prophesies of Him and it testifies of His coming and things that we need to do to prepare for Him and to gain a uh, stronger testimony, or build our faith upon Him. And it speaks and goes hand-to-hand with the Bible. I can't say that enough. Um, as we read and ponder and pray about the Scriptures, and, and ask God for understanding, the Holy Ghost will bear witness to us of the truth of these things. And I've done that. I have prayed and asked God if these things are true, and He has told me, to the Holy Ghost, that they are true. We will know for ourselves that these things are true, uh, just like I have, and we will not be deceived. We can receive the same feelings Nephi expressed when he said, My soul delighteth in the things of the Lord, and my heart pondereth continually upon the things which I have seen and heard. And that's found in the Book of Mormon in 2 Nephi chapter 4, verse 16. But that's all I have for tonight, guys. Um, again, if you like what you're hearing, I like the I like the numbers that I keep seeing. Everything keeps going up and up and up. I, uh, people keep listening, which is great, which is what I wanted. If you want to support the podcast and watch it go even further and just go to anchor.fm forward slash Josh-Hawes forward slash support um, and you can uh, support that way. But please, again, if you would like a copy of the Book of Mormon, I can get you one for free. Um, And, again, it's no cost to you. No obligation to you. All I ask is that you just read it and follow along with me. Um, If you don't want to read it, but you just want to follow along, if you're listening at home and you you want something to follow along with, then please, by all means, let let me send you one and... You can follow along with me through 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 the pages, um, but we'll catch you guys next time.